Hello, world. Welcome back to the Ignited Fortitude podcast with Bobby and Steve. It's been uh, a crazy week. We've, especially with everything that's going on in the world. It's always crazy. I know. That's I say it all the time. It's right? a long time, like, oh, dude. It's been a crazy week, but like, more importantly, I think like with what's going on. No, for world, sure. Absolutely. Like, with Afghanistan and COVID and everything like that. Um, we're... Last week was a tough week uh, for our podcast. Like yeah. just the, us recording, we were messaging each other the day after recording. Like, man, I'm worn out. That topic for all of you who listened to it, battling temptation, sexual temptation, really took a lot out of both of us. I think it was a difficult subject to broach. Um, it's difficult for two men to sit here and talk about those things, yeah. right, and share that with everybody. Um, but we did have some ideas after that. Tell about what. So, um, after we, we recorded the podcast and came home and, and, uh, I know my wife, after she got a chance to listen to it, you know, there was some things that she brought up and, and her and I had a discussion and, and, uh, I text Steve and it was just like, Hey, um, Hey, we should have, have our wives on. And just talking about it, like, I don't know what Kim got out of it and, and, and how it went down or what her thought process was. But I know that for my wife, she's like, hey, you know what? The way that you guys kind of lay things out actually kind of gave me a better perspective of, of the struggle and, and just certain things and, 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 and ideas that, that we had. So one of the ideas that Steve and I were talking about was uh, if you guys have some questions that you'd like to hear from our spouses because they walk through it, um, submit those in. Right. And and then maybe we can get both of our wives on the podcast and uh, we can talk about the questions that you guys have and, and kind of work through some things and and just uh, address that topic. Uh, it was hard and it was heavy and it was exhausting and it was super uncomfortable. Like I, I listened to it, man, and you can hear like the pauses and you can hear like we want to like there's things that wanted to be said. But um, I, I didn't even listen to that one. You didn't even listen like, to it. Being present for it was enough. Like, <laughs> I know a lot of them I don't listen to afterwards, but that one, I like, I made it a point, like, I can't listen to this one all the way through again, because it was, it was, uh, uncomfortable. Like, yeah. I mean, to, when you have to sit here and admit and try and share with the world, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, man, I just put it out there for everybody to know. Yeah, for sure. And you know, and, and it's, and it's, um. You know, I did get a call from a buddy and he's like, dude, he's like, I can't thank you enough for it. I didn't even get a chance to talk to you about yeah, it, but he's my first time. Yeah, here's the first time you're going to tell me about it. <laughs> and he's just like, man, I can't thank you enough for, for your and Steve's transparencies. He's like, cause a lot of the times he's like, you know, you, with what you guys are doing or whether it's a pastor, you know what I mean? You hold people to such a high regard and then to just hear the vulnerability of like, dang, you struggled with that or you still fight that and in and, and ways and tools and, and how it affects a relationship, especially because the guilt, you know, you feel like you're the only one that's doing it. You oh, feel yeah. like you're the only one that's going through it. You know what I mean? And he's like, dude, I can't, he's like, I can't thank you guys enough for that. But it's funny because like normally we get responses, you yeah, know, this, from, and this, this week, guys, we didn't hear anything from you. It was like crickets it was, it the was whole time. Ghosted. <laughs> but I, but also we know that it is hard. Right. It is hard. And, and, and for as hard as it is to listen to it, it was even that much harder to even just talk about right. it. Like this one, it's funny. We were just talking before we started. This one has the least amount of views on YouTube. And I think that's because nobody wants to see how uncomfortable we are <laughs> talking about it. Uh, but it has a lot of downloads though. It's got, it it's got the least lot of, of views on YouTube, but it's got, it, it's the download rate on that one was actually pretty high. Yeah. People are listening. They just didn't want to watch us talk about it, so, which is good. I'm yeah, okay with that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Um, you know, but, but in, in all honesty, if you're struggling anyway, guys, in, in any of these topics that we've talked about or at any time, any point in time, there's, you know, life just happens, feel free to reach out and, you know, address questions or uh, any way, shape or form that we can, that we can support even a topic. If there's a topic that you're like, Hey, what about this? Um, we'll bring it up. Yep. And with that, one of the things that I know I've heard feedback on was like, the, the vulnerabilities, right? Us talking about, and that was one of the things that he said in that response you had, the vulnerabilities that we share, the transpar transparency that we share. So this episode, we're kind of going to get into some things that um, that I struggled with. You were already saved. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I was a quote unquote Christian. Uh, I mean, I believed in God, but um, 
we're going to get into that a little bit of what the questions that I had, because I'm pretty sure that other people have the same questions. Um, but I want to go on a little story real quick from today, literally going with my wife to the store on our way back. My wife brought up, um, she was like, she was like, I just don't, she's like the, this, this saying doesn't hold any water with me anymore. And she was like, seeing is believing. She was like, because I started thinking about it. And she was like, you know, the disciples, they were right there with Jesus. They saw the miracles and, and it was hard for them, them to believe. And uh, I told her, I was like, yeah, I, I completely agree with what you're saying. And I was like, we have so much more now and we still struggle with it. But we weren't there seeing the miracles and, you know, seeing Jesus resurrected. And I, I brought up Thomas, right? And so in John 20, verse 25, it says, uh, this is after Jesus has already appeared to, has resurrected and already appeared to some of the disciples. And uh, Thomas says, uh, the, so it says, there, the other disciples therefore said to him, we have seen the Lord. So he said to them, Thomas, unless I see in his hands the print of the nails and put my finger into the prints of the nails and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. And that was like huge for me in that conversation with my wife. I started thinking about it like here we are doing a podcast where we're trying to spread the gospel. We're trying to tell as many people as we can about our salvation through Jesus Christ. But even the disciples Right then, we're like, no, not unless I see it and see him personally, you know, um, made me think like, well, you know, what we're doing here, all we can do is plant that seed. And it's going to take something happening in every person's life where God fully shows them himself and they have to be willing to accept that. And then it, we, you and I started talking about that a little bit in, um, you know, all these podcasts, we've been, this is episode 10. So all the podcasts, the last nine podcasts, well, we'll say eight because the first one was Origins. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the, the has been about basically relationships, our relationships with our wives, our children, and all of that, all of that right? Mm -hmm. But none of that, all those relationships are not going to be fruitful unless – we have a relationship with Jesus mm -hmm. first. That relationship has to be grounded. You have to know what you're doing. You have to know who, who Jesus is, that personal relationship you have with Jesus in order for those other relationships outside of that. Sure. So like walking worthy, all those things, until we, until we have that personal relationship with Jesus, we're not, those other relationships are going to suffer. Yeah. And that's like, you know, Jesus, you know, uh, when he's telling the disciples where it's like, Hey, there's these two houses, and one of them is built on sand and one of them is built on a firm foundation. You know what I mean? And there's a storm that's going to come by. It's the same storm that's going to happen. You know what I mean? But what's going to be the test of what's going to hold them together is going to be laid on in that foundation. Right. You know, and that's, and you know, like you said, like, you know, sometimes people come to church and it's like, okay, I'm looking for tools and I'm looking for this application that I can take and, and fix, you know, and I've talked about it. Uh, numerous amounts of times, like people want to come in, they want to fix their life. They want something to change because they know things are wrong, but they're looking for the wrong thing. You know, they're yeah. looking for like, what, what, what habits or what things do I need to change in order to fix this? And it'll only be temporary. No matter what tools we give, if you don't have that relationship with the Lord, nothing's going to change ultimately, you know? Right. You know, and the most important thing, your eternal salvation is, you right. know what I mean? Like, this is all temporary. Yeah. I think that's a, one of the hard things for people to kind of wrap their mind around. Um, but jumping into, like, so that's where I wanted to bring in, like, when I was struggling, before I got saved, I was going through some really difficult times in my life uh, with my marriage, with my children, uh, with my parents, just difficult times, right? And I without getting too much into it, like I was searching, right? Mm -hmm. I was trying, I was trying to fill that hole in my heart that could only be filled by one thing. Mm -hmm. But I was like, okay, let me talk to Bobby. Bobby seems, you know, I've mentioned it in the other podcast, you know, Bobby and Deanna look completely different from the people I used to know. So let me see what Bobby has. And you, you started to pour into me a little bit, but I had questions. And one of the biggest ones, one of the most important ones in my mind, um, 
was like, how am I supposed to believe that the Christian faith is the right faith? There's so many different religions out there. Having served and fought in Iraq and Afghanistan, those guys are trying to kill me for what they believe. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, you go to a church in the United States, those quote unquote Christians in that church, uh, you know, you see them, and then you see them later in the week out at the store, they don't even say hi to you, mm -hmm. you know? And so these people aren't willing to say hi to me who are supposedly the same faith as me, but those guys are trying to kill me. Mm -hmm. Like, what is it that I'm supposed, that's supposed to make Christianity the right religion? Well, so you gotta, you gotta remember, okay. Just about anybody is living off of instructions from somebody else in some kind of way. Okay. Whether you have the, uh, the business guy that's going off of um, Tony Robbins, let's say, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And they're buying into this and they're trying to fix their life and they're trying to fix all this other stuff and they're, and they're buying into that. So the words that are coming from Tony Robbins, they're taking and they're living and they're living that out. Right. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Yeah. So I guess some of the stuff that he says, I mean, you know, a lot of people follow him. Some of the stuff that he says works or helps or whatever. Uh, you, we can take Islam. We can take um, all the different religions. You know what I mean? We can take new spirituality or if it's, um, you know, uh, Buddhism, all that other stuff. And those people, you'll see it in their lives. They're living it out. You know what I mean? Like our, my boys have a friend that they'll go over to his house and I mean, they have a statue of Buddha there. You know what I mean? And and like the kid has to take these classes and everything else. So he's practicing his, his religion right there, right? So you take all that stuff and, and, and we're living by words of people. You know what I mean? That's why, you know, TED Talks and all this stuff is so powerful, right. okay? At the end of the day, here's the thing. With Christianity, Jesus was the only one that said anything, that had this ideology of, of, of ways to live, let's say, okay? Mm -hmm. Just like anybody else, because, you know, we're trying to distinguish this. So he had this way of life and this way of living, Jesus is the only one that died and rose again. Right. So, it, I mean, that right there is is where you have to start, right? Because you, you know what? In, in the first century, they only had a partial part of the Bible. They only had the Old Testament. Right. Right? So, they had the scriptures from that, and they were looking for the Messiah. You know, right, going yeah. back to, hey, you know, Thomas and them, and they, they, although, you know, seeing is believing, while they were with Jesus, why didn't they believe if they saw all this other stuff? Because it didn't penetrate their hearts. And a lot of times we only look for what we want to see going back to a worldview, right? right? You know, you, it's like, you know, we've explained it before. If you have 3D glasses on to go watch a, a, a 3D movie, you can see the actual clarity of the movie, all those things that are going to pop out. If you don't have those 3D glasses on, you don't get the same effects of watching the movie. Right. You know what I mean? I, I think and it's some, actually kind of blurry. Yeah. Some of it's kind of blurry, right? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So, and that's the way the world works. You know what I mean? I, I remember, you remember, well, I know you remember when we were in grade school, like we didn't have PowerPoint. We had an overhead projector, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And I always look at it and think of it as like a transparency where they put those transparencies over, you know what I mean? And, and it's like, this is how it fits in. You know what I mean? You put that, you put that over the projector and you can see like, oh snap, you know, if you had a map on there and you put the layout or whatever, that's what having a worldview is. And so depending on what you're looking for, that's the, that's the piece that's going to come to you. So why are we going to believe that Christianity is the one? Well, what are you searching for? And Jesus even says it. He's like, Hey, you don't, you're not searching for God. Like nobody's searching for me. And honestly, you know, you can think of that and like say, Hey, well, I came to you and I was asking about God. Yeah, but you were looking for your God. Right. You were looking for the God that you made up in your own mind of thinking what he was going to do. And all that stuff plays out during trials and tribulations. Right. That's because you can have two people going like, look at Job, right? You can have Job who lost everything. And what did he do? He still turned to God. You know what I mean? Did he struggle in his faith and was he battling things? Yeah, but a lot of the stuff that he was battling was his own idea of like, why would I be suffering and, and all these other things? But he was still taking his problems to God. How many times do people have something happen in their life and it happens and then they blame God? And if God was so good, why would he allow this to happen? Right. And I think a lot of the times too is, you know, a lot of people only turn to God when they're going through something bad. Sure. And, you know, they're, they're not turning to him and thanking him for the good things in their life. You know, like when life is easy, like, oh, we're just on cruise control right mm -hmm. now, coasting down the road. And then when we hit that first speed bump, it's like, oh, 
what, Hey God, what's going on? Like, Hey, can you help me out here? You know? Sure. And I think that is one of the things that, um, I, I don't remember exactly how you told me, um, when we were going through that, uh, when I was struggling, but I remember you telling me like, uh, one of the things I remember you telling me was that I, w- I was looking for something specific mm-hmm. and, and I think that's true. I think at that time I didn't want to give up my worldly life. Mm-hmm. And I think my, my understanding of what I was giving up was I'm going to lose all of the fun things that I do yeah. to be able to do what? Go to church every Sunday, Bobby? Like that's not, you know, like what is, and that was one of my other questions, right? Like jumping straight into that, like, because that <laughs> popped up right now was the, you know, church. Why do I need to go to church? You know, uh, I, I had enough background to even say to you, like, it says in the Bible where two or more are gathered, I'm there. So like me and you are talking right now, Bobby, this is church. Like, why do I need to go to a brick and mortar church? And, you know, with those same people who aren't even willing to say hi to me outside of church, mm-hmm. why do I need to do that? Like, what, like, what's the point of that? So <laughs> we'll have to do maybe a podcast on like scriptures that's taken out of context. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like we should do that. Cause uh, so in, in that scripture that you're talking about during that time, Jesus is actually talking about church correction. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, cause I know that's a big one that people go through and, and it is like, Hey, right now, guess what? As we're listening to this, we are in church. You're right. Right. Okay. You are absolutely right. But going to that scripture. Okay. Jesus is talking about how to correct people in church and, and the ways to do it in church discipline and all that other stuff. And then he says in verse 19, he says, I also tell you this, if two of you agree here on earth concerning anything you ask, my father in heaven will do, do it for you. Verse 20, for where two or three are gathered or two or more are gathered as my followers, I am there among them. Right. So he's talking about like, hey, if we have to correct somebody and we're in agreements of this, like, because the big thing is like, well, what's going to happen in, in the rules and the verdicts and on where you're going to go? Like, if we're surrendered and submitted to the Lord, God is going to be there with us, helping us in the situation where we're trying to correct somebody. Okay. So that's, that's in the sense of like, just like, let's establish that scripture. Um, but yeah, this is church right here. And and what is the purpose of, of going to church? And we've even said, and let me back up, because we've said this isn't the replacement for church though. Right. right now, if somebody is listening to this and they're not participating in a church and you know what, I'll, I'll tell you this right now, and this person is probably going to be listening. So um, there's a person that uh, I, I don't want to dime anybody out. So, <laughs> so there's a person that I started telling about the podcast, I'm like, Hey, you should listen to the pod. Do you listen to podcasts? And I shared, Hey, yeah, check out this podcast. And the person's like, Oh, cool. So they look at the podcast. Now this person had told me how they have had some church hurt. And they weren't going to church and I'd witnessed to them and it's, and it's somebody that's in my work environment. So when I go in and deliver to a certain place and they have, you know, blatantly said like, yeah, but I'm not going to go. And then, and I've tried to encourage, you should go to church or go to a different church. You don't have to go to this church. You know what I mean? Don't go to the church that I go to, like go wherever, you know what I mean? But find a good church that you can lay, you know, a good foundation in and participate and be and all that other stuff. And this person's like, no, ain't going to happen because of church hurt. So like, I think it was like two or three weeks ago, um, Monday when I went to go make this delivery, the person's like, I I saw you on Saturday. And I'm like, Saturday, I'm trying to think of where I was. I'm like, what do you mean you saw me on Saturday? Where'd you see me at? At church? You know what I mean? And so, so yes, if you're listening to the podcast, that's the whole purpose of this, especially if like, you know, hey, during COVID people were locked down, they weren't coming to church and maybe you got in the habit of not going to church. Okay, so- that let's establish that. But the reason of coming to church is guess what? You have those issues. Mm-hmm. You have those people, right? You're talking about, hey, there's people that are ignoring me. Or guess what? There's people that are talking smack about me in church. Guys, how are we ever going to minister to the world, right? If we aren't participating and going through hard times in this, think of a family, right? My kids are going to be equipped to handle life because of the things that go on in our family, how we help them grow in those circumstances. And then guess what? That's going to help them when they leave the nest. All of us are called to minister. All of us are called to to preach the gospel. All of us are called to go and make disciples. But if you're not participating in a church, in a place where you can go with people, and honestly, iron sharpens iron, right? right. And, and guess what? That means that something's going to get sharp and it's only inevitable before somebody ends up getting cut. You know what I mean? So those things are going to happen. But how do you walk through that? 
You know what I mean? And this is a place where that can happen. Because in my family, guess what? We might be mad at each other. We might, whatever the case might happen. But guess what? We're family and we will we will never not be family. You know what I mean? Because that love is there. In a church environment, it is supposed to be that same way. There are hurts that are going to come in a church. There are things that are that are going to happen. There are wrongs that are going to happen. The worst thing that you can do is just walk away. Yeah. And I think one of the things that um, I noticed uh, here after being saved, having gone to church for a couple of years, was that because there was a couple of times where um, some things were said that um, – to me that I didn't agree with, mm -hmm. um, some things that uh, didn't make sense to me. And I was really kind of bothered by them. And at the end of the day, what I realized was all of us that go to a church are not perfect. Mm -hmm. We're all sinners. We all fall short of the glory of God. We're all going to the same person for saving, right? We're all turning to Jesus. So I can't, just because they go to church, they're not going to be perfect. Mm -hmm. they're, they're struggling th through things in their life too. And I don't know what their struggles are, right? Sure, just sure. like they don't know mine. Sure. So having having to take a, a different look, like look at it through a different lens. And there was, there was a time uh, not too long ago where I was trying different churches and I was like going out just trying to see what was, but every time I ended up back at this church, um, but the the reason was, was because when I went to those other churches, it didn't feel as much like family mm -hmm. as this church did. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, there was things that were happening at their, those churches that I disagreed with more than what was happening here. And because um, there was things coming out of leaders' mouths mm -hmm. at those other churches, mm -hmm. I was like, whoa, that's not, that's not the Bible that I know. Sure. And um, so I think... But ultimately, what it all came down to was once I decided that I was going to have a relationship with Jesus, right, that I was going to learn, I wanted to dig in and find out more, especially at the beginning, right? You're always on fire at the beginning. Like, oh, oh yeah, 100%, man, like, yeah. Let, me, let me learn as much as I can. And when I was doing that, like, I got enough of a foundation, like you said, uh, to where I could see things that I was like, that's not right. Mm -hmm. That's not right. Let me go. Let me go where I know I'm going to get the right message. And it, it took a lot. And I think what it, what it changed in me too, was the, the fellowship, right? I've, I've always been an introverted person. Everybody like, I was like, no, you're not. Yeah, I am. <laughs> like I it gets so much anxiety just from being in groups of people. Like I always like, Oh, I gotta make the, say the right thing. Do the, You know, like I get so much anxiety from that. And, um, having, been going to this church for a while now, the fellowship, like I had to step out of my shell and I had yeah. people that, that forced me out of my shell, like at that Bible study where Will, 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 <laughs> Will. I'm calling you out, Will, like tells Pastor Pat, Steve has an answer. Like what? I got my own hand. I can raise it if I want to. Like, but you know, and he, he's been one of the probably instrumental people in pushing me mm -hmm. to like, Hey, talk more. Sure. Be, get out of your shell. You have good things to say, you know, like, um, and so I think without having that fellowship from this church, what, like, I wouldn't be where I'm at. I wouldn't have grown as much as I have. I wouldn't have the foundation I have. Yeah. And you wouldn't be sitting here trying to preach the gospel. Oh, I definitely manner. wouldn't have. So with the couple things that you said, first, I think we, we need to point this out because we haven't said it in any of the podcasts. Um, we talk about this church. So, you know, if, if some of you guys listen to actually know who we are and go to this church, so we go to, we go to a specific church, we go to Calvary Chapel in Sierra Vista, but this podcast is not sponsored by the church. Right. And that's something you guys need to know. I did ask, you know, Pastor Pat, and I told him this a couple of years ago and, or last year when I initially wanted to do this. And I asked him, I was like, Hey man, I want to start a podcast. And as a matter of fact, um, Matt, Matt, it's like, yeah, we should do it and, and everything else. And then I had this feeling where it was like, I want to do a podcast, but I don't want it to be like through the church. Like, I don't want Pastor Pat having to answer for something 
that I ended up saying on the podcast. You know what I mean? So I, I know that we talk about this church and, and we do like Pastor Pat has given us. Okay. He's given the blessing. He's, he's listened to the podcast and it's like, Hey man, it sounds great. You know, you know, I pray that God blesses it. And I did tell him, Hey, you know, if, I don't know if he's going to listen to every episode, but I did tell him like, Hey, if you hear anything, please address it to me so that I can correct it. Like if you see me going off in a certain way, like, Hey, reel me in. I want to be held accountable. You right. know, one, Two, you know, yes, we are recording in in one of the rooms in the children's ministry building. You know what I mean? So the church is is allowing us to do that in that sense. But whether like the mics, everything else has been done by us. Right. You know what I mean? So I just I, I didn't want to leave that as a caveat because I didn't want people thinking like, well, what's, right. what's the deal? This is we're not here trying to prom- I mean, we are promoting Calvary, but not like in a sense that um, Calvary sponsoring yeah. this and bought us all. No, this like, was this is all individually yeah. me and Steve out of pocket what what we're doing. Um the second thing I want to say too is is even like you said, you're like you were shopping around for churches during that time and 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 looking. And it's funny because you're like, I came here and and it was a fellowship that brought me here. You know what I mean? There's people that leave this church because there is no fellowship here and they go somewhere else and they appreciate it there. You know, like you have to put yourself open and, and you won't know unless you're going to different places and allow God to work in your life and put you where he needs to put you. Right. You know what I mean? But just like you said, you know, like there's been people that have stretched you because of what you've been going through. And that's why you're in the place that you're at. You know what I mean? And and could you learn to follow after God, you know, by yourself? I guess, you know what I mean? Yeah, but, I'm, I mean, you probably could. If like I, I mean, Hebrews tells us that we should not forsake uh, the gathering of believers, right? right? So that we should we should not discount that. Okay, so that's straight from the Bible. That's what we should be doing. Because guess what? There's it, when I'm with people, they're going to correct me. They're going to be able to notice things in my life, like, dude, why are you always down? Why are you always this? Like, whatever is in there, and and those are indicators for me. Like, oh, maybe I need to get things together. Why is my attitude always so sour? And unfortunately, because of just my personality. I've had plenty of uh, altercations with people <laughs> in a sense, right? And this is before even becoming on staff, right? I, I've had plenty of things where I've like needed to correct somebody or somebody needed to correct me or there was things that happened. Hey, when you have kids in church, kids are going to act a certain way and then parents are going to get involved in all that other stuff. And I, there's been lots of times where I've I've been in a place where you have problems with people and it's very easy to just say, oh, well, when, you know what, we're just going to switch service or we're just going to do this. And it's like, no, we're going to handle the situation. Now, whatever happens after we handle the situation, we'll see what happens. But there has yet to be a time that I've told somebody like, hey, we need to talk about what happened or let's talk about this, or I'm sorry that I came off in a certain way. Let's talk about it. There has yet to been a time <clears throat> where we didn't resolve it and now the relationship is even better than it was before. Right. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so like, you're going to get that experience and you're going to learn to grow in, in the way that we're supposed to be when you're gathered together, when you're in a church and you're, you're serving, you know what I mean? Be serving because that's really where you're going to build a fellowship at, you know, and you got to like not go in with certain expectations and like, well, this is what people should be doing for me. And it's like, no. Right. You know, it's like, what did Kennedy say, right? It's not about what the country can do for you. It's about what you can do for the country. Even more so for the church. You know right. what I mean? Too many people come in here thinking like, hey, this is what I want my church to be. You know, and it's like, no, 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 no. No, like we're all here together. And what can we do for the church? How can we fit in here? And even me with like stepping into leadership, there's a few things that have happened. We might end up covering it at some point, but there's a few things that happen where honestly, I felt leadership, drop the ball on certain things. And and I had the opportunity to think, I can either be a part of the problem or I can be part of the solution. And stepping into ministry and stepping into to serving, that's exactly what I wanted to do. I'm not going to criticize and call people out. Like, I, I have no idea what leadership is going through. I have no idea why leadership makes certain decisions that they make. You know what I mean? Right. And it's like, how how fair is it for me to criticize when I have no idea what what leadership has cried over, prayed for, struggled through? Right. been criticized by other people for and having to make the decisions on why they do something or they don't do something. You know what I mean? Right. And it's like, hey, you know what? If I really see something and I see a gap, then maybe I see a gap and I should do something about it and I can help out. Yeah, for you sure. Know? And I think that's one of the big things too is uh, going to church is good. You know, please come go to church. But taking the time out of your own life to to step into serving 
I mean, even if you're just being an usher, like you're the, that first face that somebody sees when, like, and you're greeting that person and it's their first time coming to church, do something, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, I think that was probably one of the bigger things for me too, going into school and ministry, serving was a, a part of it, mm-hmm. was a requirement. And that completely changed things for me because then I'm now I'm more invested and I want mm-hmm. to, I want to help. I want like, if I, if somebody brings something up to me, I'm like, Oh, I didn't think about that. Let me talk to somebody mm-hmm. or um, not that that happens very often at all, but <laughs> like, you know, but it's one of those things too, where like, Oh, Hey, I see. I mean, this whole podcast was me saying me and you talking and like, Bobby, I want to do more. Like how, how can we reach more people? And then, you bringing up the idea of like, hey, I have this idea for this podcast. Let's do it. Yeah. And we did. And that was great. But that's what – if I wasn't serving, if I wasn't doing anything other than just coming on Sundays, then I wouldn't have thought yeah, to do anymore. Yeah, and been in that position. Right. And mm-hmm. the, and the, I think that's one of the things too is like people get upset. Like I, I'm, sh- I'm sure there's people out there that are like – Who's this guy, Steve? Why is he being a part of this podcast? He, he was just saved like a couple of years ago. Like I know so much. Well, I was available and I wanted to do it. You know, like I said, like, let's do this. Yeah. And I, I had the, the, the drive to like where you, I think I probably surprised you a little bit like, whoa, okay. He's like, let's do this. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I mean, I think that's like people come into church and they have all these preconceived notions of what how they should be treated. That just like you said, like what they should be doing this for me. I should be doing this. I should be well. Get involved then. Mm-hmm. You know, like don't just sit there and and talk. Like come out. Help. Well, and, and and be a consumer, right? Consumer Christianity is where you're just going. You're getting fed. You know what I mean? And and, and the illustration has always been the Dead Sea, right? In Israel. The Dead Sea. Why is it the Dead Sea? Because all the water flows in there and there's no outlet. It doesn't go anywhere. And what ends up happening? It's dead because it's not flowing. There's all this stuff that's coming into it. But guess what? That's it. There's no outpouring. There's no providing. There's no going out. There's no, you know what I mean? So, and guess what? And nothing there can live. So not only is it just the Dead Sea, you know what I mean? Like that sea, but nothing in there can live. You know what I mean? So it provides nothing. You know what I mean? It, and that water isn't good for anything. You know what I mean? Like we got when we got to go to Israel, like you can go and you can float. You know what I mean? It's crazy. But but seriously, like, it, it, and, and that's what ends up happening to us as Christians and believers when we're just taking in all this information and then we're not doing anything with it. We're not helping out. We're not providing. You know what I mean? We're not, we're not um, being used by God. You know what I mean, and 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 he, that even goes back even thinking of the scripture of, you know, hey the 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 three servants right, uh, where the talents were given right, the master comes like hey he gives ten and five and then one talent, and the the one guy's like well you know you know I, you you provide but you don't I forgot that I can't even think I'm not going to try to search for it right now you know what I mean but but bottom line the guy's like why was I going to go and try to do something with this money when you're just like you're the one that's going to reap all the benefits from it. Right, and mm-hmm. I think that's what happens sometimes. Yeah. There's Christians that's like, why, why am I going to serve? Where it looks like they got plenty of people, or why am I going to serve when, um, whatever the case might be, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> or they think they should be serving in a specific place, and there's mm-hmm. not anything available there at that time, sure, or whatever the case may be. And that's what it, I mean. It comes down to is like you're, it instead of just taking it all in and being a mouthpiece, step up. Okay, there might not be something available in the ministry you're in now, but there are ministries available that you can get into. Bro, I served all over this place. I, I served playing the drums. <laughs> you know what I mean? I served in children's ministry and I wasn't even supposed to serve in children's ministry. Mm. You know what I mean? But my wife couldn't make it because of, you know, her having lupus and stuff. So there was times like she couldn't make it. And I'm like, you're not going to leave, you know, Pastor Joe hanging. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'll go, you know, and then I'd come like, hey, hey, man, like, Deanna couldn't make it, but I'm here. Like, I'll help out in any way. You know what I mean? And and then helping Pastor Rutt. Like, I served all over the place in this church because I just I just wanted to serve. You know what right. I mean? And, and just going back to that, it's like, just do with one small thing. Whatever church there is. Maybe somebody at some church, like maybe you attend whatever church, and maybe they need help folding the bulletin or something. Yeah. You know? Pulling it, weeds, something. Yeah, just something. And just being a vessel for that. So that's why it's important to go to church. 
to be a part of what it is that God's doing. And not so much, here's the thing, like a lot of the times it's like, hey, you're going to be, you're going to be a blessing to people. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like if you serving, like, hey, you, you came in, you started helping me out in, in high school ministry. Yes, you're a blessing, but guess what? I guarantee you that you are more blessed by you serving than you being the blessing. Without a doubt. Yeah, like you know going, I mean? to, going to camp, that was probably one of the most rewarding experiences that I ever had. I mean, with spending, what was it, four days with yeah. all those high school kids, like that was, I mean, I was upset with you at the time. I was like, Bobby, why are we waking up at three o'clock in the morning? Why, where, where are you at, Bobby? I'm at the house with the, <laughs> with the boys by myself. Like, like, but it was time that I spent with high school kids and I learned more from them than I guarantee you they learned from me. 100%. It, like, I mean, seeing those, those youth with, I mean, the strength, the courage that they have, like praying in public out loud at a park, you know, doing worship, worship. all that stuff. Like it was just, I mean, I'm getting chills right now just thinking about it. It was one of the most rewarding experiences of my life. And I just hope that sometime through the the little bit of time that I've been with these teens that I've said just one little thing that they might be able to hold on to, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, for sure, <laughs> but man. I won't forget them. I know that. Yeah. So, you know, so that's, I mean, and that's why, you know, we encourage you guys, like, this is, like we said, this is not to take the place of church, you know what I mean? But hey, if this is the only church that you're getting, well, hopefully you'll get to a place where you will go and step out and just go, you right. know what I mean? And, and just be a part of what it is that God's doing, because God wants to do something in your life. And listen, it doesn't have, like, it doesn't even have to be in church. Like, we started a podcast, you know what I mean? This isn't even in church, right. you know what I mean? If we could record it at my house, we would, but I got barking dogs and you know yeah, what I mean? me too. Like, you know what I mean? So like we needed a place that would be quiet and that's, you know what I mean? That's why we're here. But it's like, if we could do it somewhere else, like this is not, you know what I mean? It doesn't have to be in that place. And, and, and the thing that God wants you to do is more than anything else is to do it at the place that you're at, whether you're a same home mom or you're working at a job. You know what I mean? Like you are the light. You are the only Bible that anybody's going to read. Yep. You know what I mean? In that place. And and so be the light. So that so those were the two questions, right? So like yep. why is church important and why is why is Christianity true? You know, going back to that question as opposed to all the other ones. Like, yeah, those people are dying for their faith. But guess what? Like here's the thing with Christianity. If somebody came in here right now and was like, hey, do you guys believe in Jesus? Without a doubt. We'd yep. be like, yep, we do. And that's it we'd be taken out. You know what I mean? It's very easy. I mean, it's not very easy, but that's easy. You know what's harder? It's to dine to yourself what you want in order to fulfill what God wants, right? Yep. That's harder. So these guys that are going off and shooting and killing, man, that is done with rage. That is done. I mean, look at Hitler. How did how did Hitler get all these people to go in, in favor of what he was doing? You know why? Because it's very easy to get people riled up and and uh, and stand for something that they're against, yeah. right? Like, hey, check this out. The podcast, I'll put posts on, on Facebook. Do you guys share it? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you probably don't share it because you're like, oh, this is good, or, or maybe not. But maybe you're like, oh, this is good. I want to share it. But you know nobody's going to respond to it. Yep. You know what I mean? Because it's hard for us to put in anything. Anytime you put a post up of, of a prayer or of a scripture – you might get like one or two, but if we post about wherever you're at on the vaccine, whether you're on Freud or against it or whatever, if you put anything out, it's going to be blasted with likes and, and comments and all this other stuff and gain right. attention. You know what I mean? Because you're playing on the heartstrings of people in the sense of their emotions. Yep. You know what I mean? So yeah, these people that are you know following uh, Allah for all this other stuff, well, hey, guess what? They got a chip on their shoulder and they're going to go ahead and do damage. And that doesn't mean anything. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I was, I mean, with what's going on in Afghanistan right now, I was thinking a lot about it, um, about having fought in Afghanistan, having fought in Iraq, and it, it bothers me a lot, mm -hmm. right? I mean, we had a whole conversation about it. It it breaks my heart. But at the same time, I start thinking about like what, how they, because preparing for this podcast, I was thinking about that a lot, like how they're willing to die for what they believe in. But it's also the way it's, it's cowardly how mm -hmm. they do it. Right. It's not a fight. It, it, you're going to blow me up just mm -hmm. like they just did in Afghanistan. You're going to blow something up. You might die. You might be the suicide bomber that does it, but you're not, you're not fighting for anything. You're, you're dying for something. Mm -hmm. And I, like you said, it's easier to die 
for what you believe in, then stand up for what you believe in. Yeah, to live. And that's, that's what is, uh, this week has really talked, like spoke to me was like, no, like I'm now standing up for what I believe in. Right. Like back then I was like, well, how can you tell me that this is the right way? Like, no, this is the right way. I've learned in the last three years, I've learned more than I ever imagined I would about the Bible, about Jesus, about my salvation. And I, I can't imagine my life now without Jesus Christ in it. And it's, uh, it's mind blowing to me. Well, you know? and think about this, like with all that is going on in the world, like people are, are without peace. You know what I mean? Why? Because like, they're just focused on the temporary. You know what I mean? Like my heart breaks for the souls of the people that are, you know, like died and aren't saved. And, and you know what I mean? Like all those things like that. And, and, and we have a piece like, Hey, regardless of what's going on, you know what? I know that God's in control. That doesn't mean that God's in favor of this happening. That doesn't mean that he, this is, this is all supported. You know what I mean? But Hey, guess what? I know that he's in control. And unfortunately these things are happening because we are in the last days, man. You know what I mean? And it's like, hey, you know what? That should give us all the more, going back to that that person with the one talent, right? Back in scripture. You know, you could sit there and be like, if God really cared, he wouldn't do this and this and this. And I'm, I'm you know what I mean? Like, I am I believe in Jesus, but I'm not going to go out there and spread stuff. You know what I mean? Like, you, it can make you bitter because of what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like, no, 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 no. God's given you something and you're going to be held accountable for that. What are you going to do with what he's given you? You know what I mean? And 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 it, the whole purpose of the podcast that it started was because churches were locked down and COVID was going on. And that's when I had, that's when I had this desire, like I should be putting something out because people are locked down. Services is, is, is different. Things are, hey, you know what? I don't know what church is going to look like in 10 years from now, right? but I know like you and me, like I know our pastors, you know, we'll sit in a staff meeting and they talk about how the world's falling apart and they're like, Man, but guess what? It's left up to you, young guys. You know what I mean? Because they're like, we're on the outs. You know what I mean? And it's like, I don't know what's going to look like in 10 years. I don't know if we're going to be able to gather. You know what I mean? Right now in Australia, again, you know, they have the lockdowns again. And and so what's going to happen? You know what I mean? And it's like, I wanted to be faithful into doing something that we know that we can still push this out. We can still get the gospel out on top of the, the, the sermons that are going out and everything else. You know what I mean? And it's like, guys, what can we be faithful in doing? The biggest thing that you could be doing is like, what's going on in your family? What's going on in your own life? You know what I mean? We follow after God. You know, we talked about, you know, why do we believe this? Well, Jesus is the one that lived, right? And died and rose. You know what I mean? The only person. You know what I mean? We can talk, one of these days we should talk about, you know, all the all the reasons why the manuscripts, you know what I mean? Like we can go in and talk about how, you know, colleges will study Plato and Homer's Iliad and and all these all these different things, right? So those are done by manuscripts, mm-hmm. okay? And like, I think for Homer, it's only like 200 manuscripts or, or, or 20, one of them is like that. For the Bible, there's over 20,000 manuscripts that still have the same story, still have the same uh, pattern of things that have happened that validate what it is that we believe. We have more evidence to believe what we believe than any other philosophy, than any other writings of of people. But this gets thrown out of university, but those things are are put into university. Like that doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? And then one of the things where it's, you know, going back to, you know, why do we believe in 1 John, First John chapter one, it says, we, we proclaim to you the one who existed from the beginning, whom we have heard and seen. We saw him with our own eyes and touched him with our own hands. He is a word of life. This is the one who is life itself was revealed to us and we have seen him. Listen, this isn't a story. This isn't a fable. You know what I mean? This isn't Star Wars, you know, a long, long time in a galaxy far, far away. What he's saying here is I, we saw him, we touched him, we heard him. You know what I mean? This is a real person. They have real people's names. Like we talked about Peter cutting off Malchus's ears, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, or his ear. And then Jesus putting it back onto, on it. Like his name was mentioned. That was a real person. You know what I mean? If that didn't happen, there would be some evidence and something saying that never happened. I wasn't there. 
Right. You, you, you know what I'm saying? So we have we have evidence of things that have actually happened, and that's why we choose to believe it. Here's the thing, though. Do you believe that? Because whether you believe, and we said it before, right? Whether you believe the truth to be true or not doesn't change or affect the truth. It right. just affects your heart. I think that's something that we should definitely do is have an episode about the evidences. I mean, I think because all day long we can sit here and tell people like you need to believe, like you need to have that relationship with Jesus. But until you know that what is what that truth is and you can look at that evidence and say, yes, I believe this 100% without a doubt, like not only did this man live, he died for me and he was resurrected. Like if you can't it, like have if you can't look at those evidences and say that, then you can't have that relationship with Jesus, right? Mm -hmm. Like you can sit here all day long, unless you truly believe that Jesus resurrected, because there's not a scholar in the world that will deny that Jesus lived. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's enough evidence to oh, yeah. say that. Oh, yeah. And those are, those are people that, that aren't believers. There's, right. there's yeah, actual written evidence from people that are not Christians claiming that there was a Jesus who was hung on the cross so and it, crucified, yeah. Right. So the resurrection part is what people usually struggle with. Yep. Like, so maybe let us know guys, like we'll do that episode. Like yeah, I'm, sure. I'm ready for that one. Like, yeah, for sure. But, you know, and, and, and going back as we get ready to wrap this up, you know, when you came to me and, and you got to the place where you came and were asking questions, I knew that I didn't have to give you the right answer. You know what I mean? Uh, one of the, one of the topics or one of the, the things that we should do for this is like, how do you, how do you, uh, evangelize to people, right? Mm -hmm. Like, how do you, how do you witness to people? You know what I mean? So one of the things, there's a book called Tactics from Greg Kokel that I read. And uh, he talks about what you want to do with people is you want to put a stone in their shoe, a little pebble, right? Like, think about it. You're walking along, you get a rock in your shoe. What are you doing? Like, you're fighting that. Thing. It's small. You know what I mean? You're fighting that all day long. And now you're stuck with something. You're either going to walk with it and it's going to irritate you until you take your shoes off, or you're going to stop and put that pebble out and then put your shoe back on and then and then be about your business. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that's all you want to do with people. You want to put that. So when you came to me, I already knew because you're like, I knew I was not going to win you over by like, I'm going to say this and it's going to be so profound because I've failed doing that in the past. You know what I mean? Like I've, I've yep. failed, like, especially when you're like on fire for the Lord, it's like, oh, I got saved. I know exactly what I'm going to do and they're <laughs> going to get saved. And it's like, you know what? It, the game is chess, not checkers. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's like, I knew that I, all I had to do was just give you enough. I just answer your questions or let you realize your doubts. Yep. You know what I mean? And, you know, I don't remember exactly how all our conversations went, you know, but I guarantee you most of them, although you were asking me questions, I was asking you questions on what it was that you believed. You know yeah, what I mean? I think that was the biggest thing was that like you, I would ask questions and you might, you might've given me an answer, mm -hmm. but then you would ask me a question that would make me think more about what I believed than yeah, like it's been you telling me what to believe. It was like, well, well, yeah, like, it, it, you know, a perfect example is like, okay, well, where'd you come up with that? You know what I mean? You'd say whatever. And it's like, okay, well, where'd you come up with that? Well, I just feel like, and you believe your feelings all the time. Like how do your feelings ever lie to you? <laughs> you know what I mean? And, you know, you talk to the person, it's like, that's a self-defeating argument. You know what I yeah. mean? And it's like, you can't argue with that with your feelings because your feelings is different than anybody else. But is there truth? Is there an absolute truth? Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. There so, is. so like that was the thing that was, you know, we need to get people in a place to realize most of the stuff that they, that they believe they've brought, just like we talked about in the beginning of the podcast, they brought it from all these different ideas from people, worldviews, worldviews, and, and what they've heard from here and there and TV and wherever else. And they put it together in a melting pot. And that's what the person has come up with. And you just have to make him believe like, Hey, you know what? You're building a foundation on sand. Right. right. Because my foundation, hey, you know what? I might not ever, you know, it might come to a point where all the Bibles are going to go away. You know what I mean? And and we won't have them on our device. I might get locked up and put in prison and I won't have a Bible. But you know what I'm going to hold on to? That I know without a doubt that Jesus died and rose. That's it. Yep. You know what I mean? All the other things in there are semantics and all those other things is how I live my life because I believe, right? And you said it, you said, hey, we don't fight for victory, we fight from victory, right? Yep. And that's all I need to rest my my hat on is knowing that that's what Jesus has done for us. Amen. I think that's a great way to wrap, end, it up. wrap this one up. Um, 
let us know. Like, what do you guys want to hear? Like, do you, uh, do you want us to bring our wives on and talk more about pornography? <laughs> do you know how hard it was for I me know, to say that word right now? Don't say it. Um, talk, do you want to talk about evidence Evidence for the resurrection. Uh, I mean, we can even go into evidence for Jesus, evidence for the Bible. Like, there's so many different things, different ways we can take that. Um, how to evangelize. Like, we, I know this last week was a tough topic, and that's probably why we're not getting any comments. <laughs> but, but, like, you guys can email us at any time, ignitedfortitude at gmail.com with any questions. And we did, we, we did get some emails this week. Yeah, from oh, yeah. one person yeah. about it, and um, you know, let us know what you're thinking, where where we can, how we can help you. That's what this is about. Is we want to meet you where you are, and and give you some encouragement, ignite that that fire that's in you to to search more. Yeah, and I mean exactly what happened with I told you with that you know that person that I that I know from you know working. It's like. That's exactly what we wanted with this podcast. Yep. You know what I mean? For them to come to a place and understanding. And we don't want to point you guys to us. We don't want to point you to the yeah. podcast. We want to point you to the Lord. You yep. know what I mean? And and allow him to start working in your life. And forget about other people because you're we're always going to deal with people. You know what I mean? We're bringing back to the Savior and he's, he's the one. And that's all we're trying to do. We have topics. We have, you know, we have 52 episodes laid out that we want to do. Um but if there's something along the way that you guys want to hear, you want to talk about, please let us know. And we like, we want to, we want to focus on those things. Right. For sure. Cool. So, Hey, uh, you can price out. Of course. Dear heavenly father, first and foremost, we are so grateful for you in our lives. We are, it's just amazing what you do for us on a daily basis. And, um, as we wrap this episode up, we ask that you just speak to the hearts of anybody who's listening and guide them, Lord, through whatever whatever in life that they're they're going through. I think all of us on a daily basis have different challenges and things that we have to face, but let them know that uh, you're greater than their weakness, Lord. Let them know what what it is you would have them know and with what's going on in the world right now lord i really want to just ask for your grace and mercy with all of those in afghanistan and what's going on there and just keep those people safe god help them help them to to get right with you if Things are just getting that bad over there where they're not going to make it. Um, and ultimately, we pray for your strength over there and your your safety. But if that's not going to happen, then get those hearts right, Lord. Help them to see that you're the answer. And um, lastly, just keep me and Bobby strong as we continue through this. Uh, I know that we've had... I, I've had some difficult times um, the last couple of weeks. Just keep us strong. Keep us going on the path that we're on and get your word out to the world, God. We pray all these things in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen.